2: What is up, sports fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. I am not Pez, I'm Jeff Hartman. Joining me is the man, the myth, the legend, Pez. What's up, man? How's it going? What's going, Jeff. Go birds. Ah, Yeah, here we go again with the bird talk. But still, what you're going to get here, in case it's your first time ever checking out this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or whether it is on the Fans First Sports Network, Pez's Picks, wherever you get your podcasts, What we do is we break down some NCAA football games some NFL games. We have some bonus picks. This is not just a football show. We'll continue to do this show throughout all major sports seasons, and we're going to give you the picks by that guy right there, Pez himself. Pez, last week, kind of rough, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, we won in three in the NFL last week with the carnage that happened in that league. uh, We're not happy about it, but we'll survive to play another day. I think at one point you had five backup quarterbacks in the NFL games on Sunday, and that yeah. spells misery for all gamblers. You you want to throw in Houston or uh, Tennessee, then you you got six, seven backup quarterbacks playing. Uh, the NFL is in a tough spot right now. I think Jeff the NFL, uh, the quarterback at the NFL level is about as weak as I've ever seen, and something to keep an eye on going forward with making our plays here. And it's tough to bet on backups. Tough to bet on inconsistent quarterback play.
2: Quarterback play, you know, that's something that if if people listen to this podcast, they probably know Kevin Smith and the call sheet. I do a show with him every Tuesday called the NFL Whip Around, and we talked about just that this past week, where the quarterback play, when these backups get in the game, even some that are experienced, like Ms. Trubisky and Pittsburgh, we'll talk about that game here shortly. It's it's just not good. Like the quarterback Uh. play is just not good. I'll tell you what, let's run down the picks from last week. We'll go game by game. We'll see what went right, what went wrong. We'll start with the NFL. We had Thursday night football. We had a play on that game last week. It was Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Buffalo was giving eight and a half. Buffalo wins, but a little backdoor cover by Tampa Bay. Spoiled it, Pez.
3: Well, Jeff, I'm asking the management and CEO to launch another investigation. (laughs) <laughs> last last drive of the game tampa's playing for nothing they're down a couple scores two fourth and tens buffalo stops them two bogus penalties and fourth and ten the uh they throw up a prayer and evans gets a deflected little little catch and that that's gambling so yeah. i mean you, you're you can't count your money till that last whistle blows and you know it comes down to one play in a lot of these games that's how accurate these lines are and Stupid Baker Mayfield. He sure burned me. I guess he heard me talking about him last week.
2: <laughs> I was following the game on my phone. I didn't watch a ton of it. And I'm thinking, okay, eight and a half is the spread. And I'm watching Tampa Bay's drive. I'm like, oh my gosh, don't tell me. Like, please don't. And they did. So Tampa Bay finds a way to keep it close enough that we lose that one. You also picked on my team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You had the Steelers getting two and a half home dogs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. An ugly game. Rain. Kenny Pickett gets injured. Mitch Trubisky does nothing. The offense for the Steelers do nothing. 20-10, to they lose. This was a stinker.
3: That was a rough one. Trubisky, two picks in the second half. Pickett wasn't much better. I don't know what's going on over there in Pittsburgh. I mean, a home dog putting up 10. I don't know. I don't know what's in the water in that town. We're going to shy away from that team for a little bit here.
2: Well, you might want to shy towards Jacksonville, though. I mean, they're going into a bye week. They've sure. had a rough stretch. They've won five in a row. You believers in Jacksonville, though, from a gambling perspective?
3: Uh, I am. Their defense is solid. Quarterback play has been solid. Uh, they were up and down before they went to England. They pulled off two wins there, and, and they've been hot. Yeah. Um, Peterson's a good coach, and uh, I, I think that team's somebody to watch. I know a lot of people are picking them to go far in the playoffs. So that. For sure. As long as that Dazed and Confused Kids lays off of that that stuff he was doing in the movie, Uh, Lawrence keeps throwing touchdown passes. That's the team to watch.
2: Well, you know, the the only thing that scares me, there are a couple things that I want to ask your opinion on. One is that they did turn the ball over three times in Pittsburgh. You've talked about how turnovers can be a gambler's worst nightmare, and one of them was a red zone interception by Trevor Lawrence. Really bad look, really bad throw. But I want to ask you about the bye week. So here you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. they won five in a row. They're hot. And everyone's like, let's keep this streak going. And then they have a week off. As a gambler, how do you handle that? So obviously, you're not taking them this week. They don't even play. They're inactive. But sure. next week, do you expect that to pick up where it left off or do you expect something different?
3: Uh, anytime Andy Reid goes into a bye week, you take him after that. That's a gambling law. I think the guy's, uh, I mean, he's at 90% or something winning after a bye week. Uh, okay. Belichick's great after a bye week.
2: Mike Tomlin uh, I- is good after a bye week as well.
3: He, he he used to be – well, we'll see, I hope. Uh, that's something to look at next week and, and depending on what happens uh, with their opponent and, and where that game's going to be, you have to take all that into account. That's a younger team, Jacksonville. Um, are they going to be real excited going into this game and maybe have a little bit of a letdown coming out and they're going to lose a little steam? It's possible. I think we saw a little bit of that with Green Bay last week. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and take a look at it. The bye week is different, I think, than it used to be uh the, it's happening early i mean there are teams that had bye weeks two weeks ago uh, i'm not as sold on the bye week being a huge advantage going in or coming out as as much as it used to be i think teams are prepared for it Season's so long now i mean we're at four and a half months so mm-hmm. I, I think the bye week's a little bit of something to take into account but but not as much of a law or not as much of a guarantee as it used to be
2: but you do take a a a a historical perspective in some instances, like you mentioned, the Andy Reid's, the Mike Tomlin, who by the way did win after the bye week. They they beat the Rams out in LA. Sure. That was after the Steelers' bye week. So you do take some historical perspective. Am I right? Sure.
3: I mean, you give the better coaches time to prepare, then then they're going to put up a better game. I mean, and yeah. a team, coaches that have been here a long time, their their players react to them. You you have much less of a chance of players ignoring them or, or closing shop right. and. Andy Reid, Tomlin, uh, Belichick. I mean, these are guys that they know what they're doing coming out of those bye weeks. Eagles have always been hot after a bye week. Yeah, I guess getting rested, getting healthy, looking at the injury reports, going to help you analyze that too.
2: All right, let's look at the big winner we had in the NFL last week. Your Lions pulled through after the dud against the Ravens. They pulled through. They were giving eight points. On Monday Night Football, you've been money on primetime. I'm going to have to go back and look at your picks in primetime. Your primetime picks outside of Tampa Bay and Buffalo on Thursday night have been really, really solid the last few weeks. The Lions win, they cover, and Josh McDaniels is no longer the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Guys, they won for you.
3: Hard to believe, right? I mean, coaches getting fired this early in the season. We got trades in the NFL. Ten years ago, none of this stuff happened. Primetime. They say the best coaches and handicappers come alive under the lights, and, and that's what we've been doing. Lions were great. Uh, that coach, I mean, he told the truth. He took the blame for the game, and those players reacted. Goff, I mean, aside from the pick six, Goff was great. Aside from pick sixes, Goff is playing as, as high level as any quarterback in this league right now. That guy's ball is humming. Defense is playing great. And, you know, the Raiders probably weren't a, an equal opponent. I mean, that, that team looked like they – they they started the bus already, and we'll see what happens. I think they have an interim coach, and I don't know. There's names getting floated around. How long till Josh McDaniels back? You know, helping Belichick try and get that team in order. He's probably already in New England.
2: Give it, yeah, give it two weeks. Give it two weeks. But uh, so the Lions pull out a win, and then the game that I thought was a really good pick was Texans at Panthers. The Panthers getting three points at home. And the Texans lay an egg, and the Panthers get their first win of the season. It was C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. This was yeah. a surprise for me. I'm sure it was for you, too.
3: Well, I mean, at this point of the year, I mean, you look at the Jets game with 24 punts. Uh, the That game with the Texans in Carolina last week, you have rookie quarterbacks. Both are good. But at this point, you have a lot of tape on teams. And good coaches know weaknesses. And, and they're going to they're look to... To exposed quarterbacks and what they've already put on, on tape this year. And it's going to be more difficult as we go forward. Um, yeah. Stroud was hot. Carolina shut him down, came down to a one-possession game. And, you know, the Vegas knew what they were doing with that line. And, and Carolina deserved that win. Going on the road tough, too. I mean, you come on the road, any team going on the road is going to be tough.
2: So, absolutely. We finished uh, the NFL 1-3 last week. Let's go to the college picks. You had three picks. The stunner of the week was Clemson giving 10 points at NC state. They don't just not cover. They lose outright. NC state beats Clemson. Davos Sweeney's having to answer phone calls from fans. I yeah. guess it it's insane. What are your thoughts on this game?
3: I don't know. I heard those comments. They're calling for Davos job. Uh, maybe I over his, his coaching prowess. Quarterback was bad again. Maybe yeah. that was, maybe that was his mistake. Not pulling them. Um, and going on the road's tough, especially giving points and, you know, that we're gonna take Pez's picks gonna chalk that one up to our fault. We'll take the yeah. whole blame for that one.
2: Yeah, I mean who would have thought that NC State's gonna win straight up in let alone when on a ten point spread, but nonetheless, yeah. we lose that one. We do get lucky. I wouldn't say lucky because it played out the way you predicted. Nebraska beats Purdue in a big way. They were given two and a half. You had said they're gonna run it down their throat. They did. Nebraska finds a way to win. So there you go, Pez. You finally got one there on the college side.
3: Well, yeah, Nebraska quarterback play was great. Uh, He had a big, big throw. I think a 70-yard touchdown pass. Looked like a little bit more of a balanced offense. And and that team looked like a team to watch going forward. They had a lot of momentum, a lot of energy. They looked like they were believing in themselves. And that's somebody we're going to be talking about in a few minutes going into this Sunday or Saturday as well.
2: Another, another stinker on the docket is the Oregon at Utah. You liked Utah at home, getting seven points. This is going to be close pack 12. You've been all about the pack 12 for some reason this year. And uh, Utah gets their doors blown off. The Oregon, dunks, yeah. I mean, boat raced them, man, boat raced. Him.
3: I mean, Oregon tough to bet against. I mean, the line, the line said it was going to be a closer game and Utah just couldn't keep up with that quarterback nah. play. And, you know, and it, They've done a good job against other top teams like that. They might have run out of gas a little bit, but Oregon was hot. And, you know, that's probably one of the top two, three quarterbacks in in college football right now. And he played like it for sure.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the bad beats kept coming in the bonus pick. Even you gave us the NBA game last Thursday night, the 76ers at the Milwaukee Bucks. You said, take the Bucks giving five. The Bucks win, but only by one. Therefore, we don't even win the bonus pick. I know it's like a raffle. That's what you always say. I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, James Harden, uh, he, he couldn't sink the ship uh, like he was trying to do. They got rid of him, but but the Sixers, they put, on a, they put on a nice effort. We'll see if they can keep up with the Bucks going forward throughout the season. I don't know if they have the, the offensive power, but we'll see. I pull forward. Right.
2: Yeah, let's turn the page now and let's look at net this upcoming week. So we're talking about the NCAA. We're talking about the NFL. You gave three picks again for college, four picks for the pros, and then you got some bonus picks for golf, which I want to talk about for sure. Uh, before we even get to this, to recap, college picks. So far since we started this podcast, you are 4-7-1 on the season since we started recording in college. I know that's not your claim to fame, but not too bad. Not too bad at all. Let's, let's talk about this first pick. You, you were on Nebraska last week. You're on them again. Nebraska is giving three points on the road at Michigan State. Michigan State. I don't even know what to say about Michigan state. It's hard to believe what that program has become. They're coming off of that debilitating loss to Michigan. What are your thoughts on this game and why are you taking the Huskers again?
3: I mean, the Huskers look great last week. Uh, they're they They're going for four straight wins, um, 155 on the ground, big pass play last week. Huskers holding teams at 79 yards game, uh, yards game rushing. My only hesitation playing in Michigan state's tough. I mean, you watch that field on TV, it looks dull, it looks miserable. But Nebraska, I mean, that, that's not too much of a sunny place this time of year either. I think yeah. Nebraska's looking to get another big win and hopefully get ranked, hopefully get into a nice bowl game. And, and they have a lot of momentum going forward. Michigan, Strait, Michigan State's lost six straight. They've only scored more than 16 once in the last six games. And I think Nebraska's defense is going to be tough for them to, to move the ball and put points up.
2: The minus three is the only thing that scares me. I think Nebraska wins, but do, does Michigan State have the wherewithal to keep it close? And you're, you've talked about this before. We're talking about college kids here. We're not talking sure. about pros. So these guys, a lot of them are – they're going to – I hate to say this word, but they're going to quit. They're, they're going to say, we've lost six in a row. The season's a, a, is a, – is put it in the bag. I, I may be looking to the transfer portal next year now that that's a thing. Sure. Is this is this is a tough play, and I think Michigan State's really down, so I don't mind this play at all. Sure. I, I mean, you
3: wonder – better teams are going to have more players that are looking to get into the draft. Yeah. So you're going to see less of that with teams that, that have players that, that are at that level or think they might yep. be. Michigan State doesn't seem to be carrying too many of them this year, and, and we're tough. hoping that they take a nap this weekend.
2: There you go. So now the game that I probably wouldn't touch because this spread is just that big is Ohio State at Rutgers. Ohio State's giving 18 and a half. You say take the Buckeyes giving the points. I'm always fearful of more than two touchdown spreads, but sure. you are not. You are going for it. I like it.
3: Well, I mean, we'd like it if it was eight and a half a lot better, Jeff. But, you know, <laughs> Vegas, they make it hard on you. Uh, Ohio State's awesome. Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, I mean, aside, you know, outside quarterback position, maybe the best college football player there is. Guy's unstoppable. Rutgers had some decent numbers going into this game. Looks like they're a lot of schedule-based. They've played only one ranked team against Michigan. They got smoked 31-7, gave up over 400 yards. Ohio State's defense is, is knocking on the door, of pro-level defense. I'm thinking back to what they did to Penn State. Uh, I, I went to Rutgers. I did a little coaching up there as well. When, when ranked teams come into New Brunswick, uh, Rutgers tends to, tends to pack up the bus and, and start it up early. And I, I think Ohio State's going to be a lot for them to handle.
2: Well, like I said, that's a big spread, and that's the only concern I have. I don't think anyone in their right mind is taking Rutgers to win this game on the money line. But nonetheless, 18-and-a-half, we'll see if it plays out. Let's finish up. Again, Pac-12, you love the Pac-12. Washington giving three and a half on the road at USC. USC's kind of reeling. Everyone said that their hopes of making it to the playoff are shot. They're going to need a lot of help if they're even in the discussion, which I don't think is going to happen. What are your thoughts on why you're taking the Huskies?
3: A fun game, Jeff. Two of the top three quarterbacks, maybe the one, two quarterbacks in the country right now. You've got the Heisman winner from last year and Williams. We got Penix Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. Washington's 8 0. And oh, and Washington's won 15 straight games uh, coming off of last season. That's wow. an impressive number. Yeah. Uh, I think Penix and the Husker, Huskies figure out how to win this game. They played against good quarterbacks. They were able to manage a, a big win against Oregon earlier. Uh, USC hasn't beaten a ranked team this year. They've lost to Notre Dame and Utah. I, I think offensively, their quarterback play is going to be equal, but I don't think defensively, Washington, they're going to be able to stop Washington. So I like this game a lot. It's a road game, of course. USC is a fun place to play, and it's going to be a Saturday night. But Washington seems like they're on a mission. They're, they're I think, Frank fifth right now. They're about a, a position now to get into the, the top bowls of the top top four position. I think for them, this is their Super Bowl. And like you said, USC, uh, the, the time's running out. The clock's coming down on their dreams. So I'm, yeah. we're going to go with Washington. I like it a lot. And uh, I, I think Penix Jr. is going to have a nice night.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
2: So to recap the NCAA picks: Nebraska giving three over Michigan State, Ohio State giving eighteen and a half at Rutgers, and Washington giving three and a half on the road against the USC Trojans. So again, we're four seven to one. That might not be where we're going to hang our hat on our picks. We're going to hang those on the NFL, which going into this season or this season, I should say, Pez, you're twenty sixteen and one. You should be proud of that. Am I right?
3: We're proud of that, Jeff. I mean, we're we're in. uh as good as anybody nationally is doing right now and, and that it's been a tough season anytime mm-hmm. you have quarterback play that's this flip-flopping in the league it's going to be tough being consistent with bets and I think we stuck to what we're looking at and we're, we're sticking with a, a game plan and it's been working we're hoping the second mm-hmm. half of the season gets a little bit better and and there's always room for improvement of course but we're going to stick Absolutely. with the birds and we're going to keep on rolling with the birds and some other great offenses. Uh, out we'll there. get to that.
2: We'll get to the birds. We'll get to the birds. Hey, I, I feel like now we're, we're in the NFL. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like with the national football league, we're starting to kind of figure out some of these teams and really the only thing that can really well, actually two things that can throw off bets. And you've talked about both of these are injuries and turnovers. You know, sure. if you have those players, those quarterbacks mainly that are throwing a bunch of picks or if a quarterback goes down, your bet is busted. So let's hope that doesn't happen this week. Sure. Let's go to the let's go to the first game. I'm shocked you picked this game, to be honest with you. You've got the Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are giving eight. I did see that Deshaun Watson is going to practice this week. When we're recording this, we have no idea whether it's going to be P.J. Walker or Deshaun Watson. But the fact that you're taking the Browns now when we record this tells me that even if it is P.J. Walker, you like this bet. Am I right?
3: Well, of course, they like it a little less, and, and that's something to keep an eye on. If Deshaun doesn't play, then that line's probably going to move. Uh, I think that line is, is telling you that we think he's going to suit up on Sunday morning if that you know, comes out that he doesn't. I take a look at that. That line could probably drop to four, and, and it's yeah. something to look at. I would still take it. I still like it. I think Cleveland defensively, that, that's the biggest power on that team. Cardinals dumped their only legitimate quarterback. Uh, Dobbs uh, got traded to Minnesota, so it I looks like Clayton Clayton is Tunes going to be uh, uh, from Indiana. Is going to be starting. I'm not even sure if he's been 100, you know, given the range yet. Uh, Browns number one total defense in the league. First against the pass, you get a quarterback that's maybe throwing three or four balls. I, I like Browns a lot in this game. Weather's going to be probably a little cold, a little rough. Uh, and they need to win. I mean, the Browns aren't out of things right now. Mm-hmm. They're a game or two below 500, and and this is a big win. And I don't think that team's wrapped up the season. Arizona, I, I kind of think they have, and and I look for a big Browns win this week.
2: Yeah, Kyler Murray's not ready to return yet. He is back to no. practice, but they're they're starting the rookie, and that's I I think why I think this is a safe bet. Is the more I think about it, the fact that the Browns defense going against that Arizona offense. There's not much there, and especially when you trade away Joshua Dobbs to the Vikings, what do you have? You know, James Conner's still banged up. They don't have much. I'll put it that way.
3: They're not running the ball, and, and they're not going to be passing the ball, and, and Cleveland's been hot defensively, especially mm-hmm. if Watson's back. I mean, that uh, I think that's going to be a good day for Cleveland.
2: All right, so they got it. they got to cover that eight. We'll see if they do that at home. Let's go to the next pick. The Los Angeles Rams, who might be without Matthew Stafford, Going to Green Bay, Lambeau Field to play the Packers. The Packers are giving the standard home field three-point spread. I'm not even uh, sure who the backup quarterback is in L.A. if it's not Stafford, but this is a question. Uh,
3: I mean, th- this is another game. It looks like Stafford and Nakua probably are both going to be out. Questionable, I bet. Brett, Brett Ripon's going to be starting, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Green Bay's lost four straight. They're struggling a little bit on both sides of the ball. I can't see them losing five straight, especially two home at Lambeau. It's not a team that looks like they've just given up. I mean, they're playing with energy. They've struggled running the ball. Jordan Love's out there doing a nice job, but he makes some mental mistakes. He talked about that this week. I think if he doesn't turn it over, then they have a huge advantage in this game, especially being at home and especially with the Rams being so injured. Those aren't the only two guys. Their injury report's huge. Without Stafford, I think the game's a, a, a strong, strong play.
2: And, and honestly, the Packers, like you said, I mean, if they're trying to remain relevant in the NFC North, they have to win this game at home against a banged up Rams team that never has the feel of a team that can play well outdoors. It's probably going to be cold. I don't know sure. if it's going to be snowing, but it's probably going to be really cold in Wisconsin. So the Packers, you like the Packers giving three here on a Sunday against the Rams. Let's go to the next one, the Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are giving two and a half on the road against the Panthers. Panthers, we mentioned in the previous segment, they, they're coming off their first win. They're coming off their first victory. But you like the Colts, even with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, to find a way to win.
3: Yeah, we talk about, you know, emotion, having to be careful coming into play. Did Carolina piss me off a little last week, Jeff? Of course they did. But I looked <laughs> at this game a couple times. I think we're going to have some Min- Minshew mustache magic this week. Carolina's worst in the league, one and five against the spread. Last week was the first time they covered all season. Uh, I, I think the Colts coming in losing three straight. Another team we're betting on a losing streak. Something's got to give with one of these teams. They're ninth in the league in rushing 129 yards a game. That's something I think they can rely on on the road. And, and Minshew's got some play in him, former Eagle uh, and a former Carolina Panther, so he's comfortable there. I think this is a great spot for the Colts. And, and again, another team that's not out of things. Division still yeah. in play for them. It's a must-win game in that regard. Uh, I, I like the Colts a lot going in there.
2: Jonathan Taylor needs to have a game. Like, he, he's, he's been back for a few weeks now. You're expecting him to have a breakout game. This could be that game for him.
1: And if I so, so.
2: come at a perfect time, two and a half points, giving it on the road, I think that's fair. The Panthers are not that good. They're not no. that good. And the game that I'm shocked you picked, because I honestly am shocked at some of these picks. Like, if I were picking – If I were picking games myself, which I'm not, these are all Pez's picks. I'm just help setting them up. I wouldn't touch the Cardinals and Browns because of the quarterback situation. I wouldn't touch the Colts, Panthers. The Eagles and Cowboys, you're going with the birds. You're taking the Eagles on in primetime, which again, that's where you shine. The Eagles are giving three points against the Cowboys. Cowboys are coming off that huge win over the Rams that we just talked about. And the Eagles are also coming off a big win against the Commanders. Explain your thinking here outside of being a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles.
3: Well, Jeff, in, in Philly, we refer to them as the Dallas Cockroaches. Uh, <laughs> the Cockroaches, under the Dak Prescott, Prescott years, they tend to put up donuts. Um, I'm not a big believer in Prescott. I think if you can stuff the run, Prescott's a turnover machine. He's not as mobile as he used to be. Nobody better than stuffing the run in the Philadelphia Eagles right now. They're only giving up 65 yards a game rushing. Uh, tightened up our secondary this week. We, we added some players. The team got better. We're getting better at the wide receiver position. And I I think the Eagles are going to have a huge, huge game. Jalen looked like the old Jalen last week. Looked a little bit smoother running. His arm velocity looked a lot better than it had in the last few weeks. Uh, I think it's Eagles all night. And the Eagles are going to be walking away 8-1 and and leading the league like we're going into this game. Cowboys, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of them going on the road. That's an up-and-down team. And uh, a lot of egos on that team. I just don't see it under this coach and, and that, that group that they have. They've struggled to run the ball. Pollard's not the same he was when he had Zeke with them, and Eagles tend to make teams one-dimensional. And if Dak Prescott one-dimensional, I'm going to go with the Eagles every day.
2: I'll say this. If, if Dallas – you have to keep Dallas away from a lead. If they get a lead, that's when they get comfortable and everything just seems to click. Go back to when they were on Sunday Night Football against the 49ers just a few weeks ago – they had they they were at a deficit. Dak's got to throw it more than he wants. He turns the ball over. You're an Eagles fan, you better hope that they come out firing on all cylinders. So they always we'll see do. How that Jeff. Out. Yeah, they, always they, they do. They do start quick. They do start quick. So again, 2016 and one so far on the season with the NFL picks. Let's recap those for you for this week. He's got the Browns giving eight at home against the Arizona Cardinals, he's got the Packers at home giving three against the banged up LA Rams. The Colts giving two and a half on the road against the Carolina Panthers and the Eagles to hold serve at home, giving three points against the division rival Dallas Cowboys. Now, like I said last week, your bonus pick was no bueno with basketball. You wanted to go golf this week. What are your golf picks this week?
3: Well, bet golf's always fun if you have a couple extra bucks, Jeff. Uh, I mean, you know, you got 120 guys in the field. You want to throw a few bucks on, on some guys, and that's always fun. The a Lions little bit be... can go a
2: long way in golf. A little bit can sure go can. a long way.
3: <laughs> I mean, you can bet matchups. You can bet, you know, a uh, head-to-head. To who, depending who they're playing with, uh, you can bet on one day them leading the field. There, there's uh, a million different things with golf. Uh, two guys I like this week playing on Tiger Woods' first design course to be in a, a PGA type of tournament here down in oh. Cabo San Lucas. We got Ludwig Aberg coming in hot. The, the young guy out of Europe. I mean, I think he's finished 14th or better in the last five tournaments. And we got a guy that got snubbed for the Ryder Cup from America, Cam Young. Cam Young might be coming in here looking to prove something. Hasn't played since before the Ryder Cup and the FedEx. And uh, like we saw with Morikawa, maybe 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 some of these guys are are coming in trying to prove that you know that the Ryder Cup was a blip on the radar and, and they are as good as uh, we think the American players are. But I, I like both of those guys. It'd be fun to watch a little bit more primetime golf out there in Cabo. Yeah. I I, I went with my wife to Cabo one time. I saw, I saw a bullfight out there, Jeff. I tried betting on it, but I don't speak Spanish. So I don't know if I won or lost. It did take my money. though.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, the funny thing is is that, uh, you talk about these young golfers and I think right now they, they, this is their opportunity to try to just win some prize money. You know, they're, they're, it's it's not a very competitive field. Most of the time, you know, you look at more last week, uh, the Zozo, and now you have this one in Cabo. Um, it, Tiger Woods designs, I'm anxious to watch because I've, sure. I've only seen a couple. I've never played a Tiger Woods course, nor probably will I ever. And it has nothing to do with Tiger and me not being a fan. It has everything to do with the fact that it's probably way too much money to play. Sure. Uh, but I did see he was building a course overseas somewhere where he had some ridiculous 600-yard par 5. Like, that's not golf. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we're, so getting, to... we're getting, we're getting, we're getting a course
3: in South Jersey. He's teamed up with Mike Trout, and they're putting one in in Millville, New Jersey. But it's going to be private. But you can bet I'll find a way to go on there, Jeff. In the gambling world, you get connections in golf courses. Uh, gambling and golf both start with a G for a reason. Um, and and this this week, I, all these tournaments are important to these guys, especially the pros that can afford to yeah. play in them. You get a two-year exemption, all the majors, or uh, actually a five-year, I think, two-year exemption on tour. The bonus yeah. money, the, the, the player money that you share, every win is huge now. And it's getting harder to win, especially with the rule changing this year. Top 50 guys are going to have a huge advantage. So I, I, I think golf's hopefully on, uh, on the way up. And, and the whole controversy with the live guys isn't going to bring us back down uh, as it was the last couple of years.
2: Well, I've always said, it, you know, this isn't a golf podcast. I'm starting one. I'll have you on. We can talk all about this. But, I mean, the Liv stuff, I think, was so overblown for so many reasons that the yeah, PGA could actually take a page from Liv and actually make a very compelling product that's fun to watch and fun to gamble on. Um, I kind of like, did you see this new league that Tiger and Rory are doing, the Simulator League and stuff? Like, that's Yeah. Awesome.
3: I mean, you know, Tigers figuring out a way to, to keep winning golf tournaments. He can't walk, but he can probably hit the ball as good as anybody still. So it, that should be fun. I, I mean,
0: I
2: don't I even like, think uh, that's true. I,
3: I don't know about you, Jeff, but I've spent hours with, with friends of mine gambling on golden tee and bars. I mean, watching oh, yeah. NFL games and putting $10 a man on 18 hole golden tee that takes about four hours to finish. There's nothing better in life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope everybody gets out there Sunday and and win some money on that and some golden tea. I'm a I'm a one hand golden tea ball roller. I know some people do the two thumb roll. I'm not a fan oh, of that. No. But one
2: hand, one hand, one hand. All
3: the way. You you yeah. got to go one hand.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun game. It does take forever. But all right. It so we'll does. see if these picks pan out. Pez, any final thoughts?
3: Well, let's let's uh, let's get a second half of the season. We'll get we'll try and get some more wins, and you know we'll we'll win a trip to Vegas and. We'll, we'll be doing this telecast Super Bowl week in Vegas if all plays out. I've, I've been talking yeah. to management, and uh, I think they're looking to get us to Sweden, get us out there, and, and we'll yes. see what happens, Chef. Yeah.
2: I love it. Let's do it. And make sure you check back next week. Same time, same place that you're hearing this. If you don't, if you're finding us on, like, Instagram on a clip, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. As thanks for your time, man. Hope these pan out. This a weekend. All right.